welcome back to our podcast, Healing the Broken Marriage. I am your host, Alicia, and today I am flying solo on this episode. Um, I really had a topic that I wanted to just bring to you guys, and I thought it might be a good subject if I hopped on here and then Brian will hop on, you know, in a few episodes um, to do a subject on his own. So we just really wanted to, we really want to do this from time to time, just so that you guys can get different perspectives. We try to do that within each podcast already, but sometimes it just, I think it's nice if we have, you know, these separate things so that you guys can hear um, my heart completely. And that also you can hear Brian's heart completely, which I think is so, so important. So, Um, hopping into today's podcast, I did want to say that I really hope that, that these podcasts are ministering to you guys and just encouraging you and helping you to grow in your relationships and marriages. That is really the reason that we do these podcasts to begin with is to help, to encourage to even, you know, light a path. You know, if you're like, I don't even know what to do in this situation. Well, we might have a topic that we've already discussed about that. So that's really our goal in doing these podcasts is to be a voice for those who don't have one right now. So going into today's episode. So today I want to bring a topic to the table that says, help, I can't forgive. And so it's like, okay, so what does that technically mean? I can't forgive. So we're going to look at the word unforgiveness. And so in dictionary.com, unforgiving means not willing to forgive. And then in Merriam-Webster, Webster, unforgiving means unwilling. So as I was thinking about unforgiveness, forgiveness. A lot of the term says not willing or unwilling. So to me, as I was thinking about this a little bit, unforgiveness sounds like a choice, right? It sounds like a choice that you make choosing with your free will to not forgive someone. I mean, doesn't that make kind of logical sense whenever you look at the definitions? But I know that you know, forgiveness is a loaded word. It's tossed around. It has been tossed around for years. Statements like, oh, if you're still upset or hurt, you haven't forgiven. Or if you don't forgive and forget, well, you're doomed for hell, right? (laughs) I mean, some of us in the Christian world, you know, you've heard those statements that, well, if you don't forgive, you won't be forgiven. And then you're just kind of you know, hell is your home. And I'm just thinking how incredibly harsh that statement can be because forgiveness is very complex. Like I said, in those definitions, unforgiveness is a choice. It's a choice, right? So like I said, forgiveness is very complex. So let's start with what forgiveness is not. Forgiveness does not mean you become best friends with the person who wronged you. And so, I mean, think about that. 
the world that I kind of grew up in, that's that was kind of the mentality that if you forgive someone, well, then you fully embrace them back into your life. You fully embrace them back into your social circle. You know, it's kind of like everything is wiped away and you go back into a normal, and I'm using quote unquote normal state. But is that really, is that really normal? Um, so let's, let's move on. Forgiveness does not mean you become best friends with the person who wronged you. Forgiveness is not saying what happened is okay. Forgiveness is not saying you accept the person who wronged you, which can be hard because like I said, in the world that I grew up in, it was kind of like a belief that if you forgive, you forget. If you forgive, then what happened is not discussed. If you forgive and, you know, and so on and so on, which is so incredibly unhelpful and really is untrue. So forgiveness can mean that you let go. It can mean that you love from a distance and it can mean moving into the future and leaving what or who wronged you in your past, which can also be a hard thing because a lot of times people think, well, if you have forgiven, then you should have no problem doing A, B, or C with the person that wronged you. And if you don't, then that's only evidence that you haven't forgiven, which that's not what forgiveness is at all. Forgiveness, you guys, forgiveness is boundaries. Forgiveness sometimes looks like boundaries. So like I was saying, forgiveness is a process that for most people take time. So that statement, forgive and forget, or else you're holding unforgiveness, isn't possible and it's untrue. So when betrayals and hurts inhibit our inability to forgive, it's okay to feel those feelings of shock and anger. Um, They often come way before forgiveness. You have to deal with the shock, anger, and hurt before moving towards forgiveness. And don't rush that process. I know in counseling, I was telling our counselor that I wanted to reach out to someone and tell her that I had forgiven her. And I remember when I was sitting in my counselor's office and just saying, you know, I I think I've forgiven her. I would think I, I think I want to move forward and just let this person know that I've forgiven them. And I remember that she stopped me right there. And she said, are you sure you're ready? If you move into the forgiving portion before healing, you will regress back into the pain again. And so I was feeling like, okay, I think I'm ready to move into the forgiveness process. But my counselor had enough wisdom to say, hold on, let's wait. Let's make sure that you're completely healed up before you move into that final stage. And 
that was really eye-opening to me because it kind of went against, you know, like what I had been taught growing up. You know, you forgive, you forget, you move forward. Where I was being told at that moment, pause. Let's pause right there before you extend forgiveness. So some people, I know that some people can forgive at the drop of a dime. And I know, I don't understand those people. <laughs> Just being honest. While others need time. And I t- usually fall into that category. But let me just tell you something. Both are okay. So if you're someone who can forgive easily, please don't be harsh to someone who cannot. You're two different people. (laughs) You are two totally different people and you forgive in different ways. And like I was saying, forgiveness is usually at the end of a healing journey. You have to go through that process of healing. You know, how can, so I was just thinking, um, how can someone begin the process of forgiveness? So as you begin this process, you will see that forgiveness can involve drawing boundaries for yourself and then figuring out what that boundary is for you. The bigger aspect will be going through the impact that the betrayal or hurt had on your life. And so like we have said in many episodes, boundaries are good. They are good. You know, like in a, in a previous episode, we had Maddie Stonier on and she she's a licensed therapist. And she was saying a betrayal is similar to someone who pulls a knife on you and cuts you. Well, you never imagined that they would do that to you. And we would almost be, you know, ignorant to just kind of ignore that to get back into relationship with them, you know, completely forgetting the fact that they pulled a knife on us and cut us. (laughs) Like in normal life, we would never, ever do that. But we do that or, or we're told even to do that when someone betrays us emotionally. We don't look at our emotions the same as we do our physical bodies. We don't give our emotions the same uh, grace to heal like we do our physical bodies. And I think a lot of physical things that goes on, you know, sicknesses and diseases can be linked to our emotional states where we're not taking care of traumas, where we're not taking care of betrayals, where we're not trying to walk forward into forgiveness, or maybe we're stuck. Literally, maybe you're stuck. You know, like I was saying, um, healing from the anger, the shock, the disappointment of the betrayal is a process. And you're going to have to get through that in order to move forward to forgive. So have some grace on yourself as you begin this process. And I'm just, you know, the same way a war veteran is traumatized in combat. A person can be traumatized by someone they cared about. You can't get to a place of healing without going through the hard places of healing, which is very unfortunate. (laughs) I'm just going to be completely honest. I 
probably for the first several years, I was looking for the shortcut. Like, what is the shortcut of healing? How can I get there quicker? How can I skip A, B, and C and just get to Z? And I found out that logically (laughs) is not possible. You know, yes, I fully believe that God can just come into your space and bring complete healing to you. But more so than not, it's a process that he walks with you through. And I do wish I was one of those people that could have just received instant healing. (laughs) But I don't think that I would have this podcast today talking to all of you people showing you a pathway to get healed because I wouldn't know how to tell you to do that. It just fell in my lap and that doesn't really help anybody. (laughs) But like I was saying, healing from wounds, healing from traumas, healing from betrayals may and usually do involve putting up boundaries. And then I want to say, understand that forgiveness is a process Most people do not feel excitement or enlightenment or an enlightened state to forgive. They're not like super excited (laughs) about forgiving (laughs) because there's usually been something that's been done that's requiring them or that is prompting them to forgive. The truth is be kind to yourself. Immediately forgiving isn't always the best idea because, and this sounds crazy, but it denies you the opportunity to feel those feelings of hurt and betrayal, which we can't work through what we don't acknowledge. Just like in other areas of our life, there's things that you cannot work through if you don't acknowledge them. You can't work through alcoholism if you don't acknowledge you're an alcoholic. You can't work through drug addiction if you don't acknowledge you have a drug problem. Just like this is the same situation. If you don't acknowledge, yes, I've been hurt. Yes, this was traumatizing. If you don't acknowledge that and you just, I'm over it, it doesn't really help you in the long run because what happens is you just stuff things down. You just stuff them, you push them to the bottom of wherever you're pushing them to inside yourself. And those things eventually will come up and out because they want to be dealt with. Everything inside wants to be dealt with and it will come out at some place at some time. And usually when you're least expecting it and when it's at a very inopportune time. (laughs) That's my experience with trying to stuff things down is that it will come out, it will demand that you deal with it, and it will demand that you deal with it when it's not at a very good moment. So guys, just like I said, it's not ideal to just, you know, deny yourself those feelings, but to feel them. And I just want to quote this. I just want to bring you guys this quote from... Oprah Winfrey. Forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could be any different. I just want to say that again. And I want you to really listen to that because there's a lot in this statement. 
Forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could be any different. So who can you forgive? Are you even ready to forgive? If you're not, that's okay. That is okay. Forgiveness is not a one-time event. You can't possibly forgive a betrayal in a 10-minute altar call. And I have been that girl. I have been that girl that's ran to the front of the sermon, you know, crying my eyes out. Jesus, take it all. Take it all. Take every ounce of pain that's in my heart. But what I didn't realize is it's a deep process. You'll have to release it to God probably zillions, (laughs) bazillions of times and more. But I want to say, but he is faithful to heal your heart of the very worst betrayal of the very verse of the very worst traumas. Eventually for unforgiveness will lose its grip. And guys, unforgiveness, it's a choice. Struggling to forgive does not mean that you're choosing unforgiveness. I want to say that loud for everybody in the back. (laughs) Struggling to forgive does not mean that you are choosing unforgiveness. It just means that you are in the healing process still. If you would only give, if we would only give Um, our inner world as much care as we do our outer bodies, people would be in a much healthier whole state. And I just want to say, if you have been stuck in the process of forgiving, and maybe you've been there for a minute, (laughs) you're like, I am just, you know, it's been a long time and I feel like I'm still in this process And it can be hard, you guys, when say, I don't know, maybe the person that wronged you or hurt you, there's no acknowledgement. They don't, you know, even say they're sorry, what have you. They just, you know, it's like nothing happened to you. Move forward, you know, (laughs) that can make it harder in that process. But if you realize, take everything out of it, take the other person completely out of the, out of the um, equation. Like I said earlier, forgiveness is very complex. It is not becoming best friends with the person who wronged you. It's not saying what happened is okay. And it's not saying you even accept the person that wronged you. So even if, and I'm sorry, we we have a whole episode on this when I'm sorry never comes. Um, If you need to go back and listen to, to that one, listen to that one. But... Forgiveness is not based on the other person at all. It really is not. And please do not let anyone tell you that while you're in the process of healing or struggling in that place, that that means you're choosing unforgiveness. Choosing unforgiveness is choosing unforgiveness. If you're in a process and you're stuck or you're hurt, and you're trying to find your way, that's not choosing unforgiveness. That means you're in the process of finding your way. 
You're in the process of healing. That's exactly what that means. It doesn't mean you're choosing unforgiveness. But I just want to say, if you feel stuck, if you've been in that place for a while, maybe it is time for some therapy. And you guys, therapy is good. It's good. Please don't let anyone tell you that therapy is a label of shame, that therapy is an admission of failure. Therapy is actually one of the most positive, empowering choices that you can make for yourself. And it is such a huge symbol of self-love that you can give to yourself. It truly, truly is. It's an amazing thing. I'm a big endorser of it. Um, I get in therapy anytime I feel like I need to. I am not ashamed. You know, even if we're in the middle, you know, we're doing a podcast. I'm like, you know, I think I need a little therapy. (laughs) Guess what? I will go get back right into it. I, I don't care. And I'm not ashamed. I'm unashamed because therapy has helped me leaps and bounds further than I could have helped myself in so many situations. I also want to say that God will help you. He's not sitting in heaven judging your healing journey. Unfortunately, people do that. Love yourself. Go at your pace. You will get there, you guys. You will get there. And, you know, he knew how long this would take. And he's not surprised. And he's not upset. I feel like you need to know that, that if you're in this process, you've been, you know, through to hell and back and the hell again, and you're on your way back. God knew this journey. He's not surprised. He's not, you know, gasping like, I can't believe she's not forgiven yet. Oh my gosh. No, no. He's a compassionate father. He's not looking at you with judgment. Unfortunately, that's what people do. They look at the length of time that it's taken you and they judge that. But every single person is different. Some people can forgive super fast and they're through it in no time. And I don't understand those people. (laughs) And then some people, it's a process. Those I can relate to because I'm, I'm a process person. I'm a process person basically in everything I do. I'm, I rarely arrive somewhere immediately. It's usually a process of getting there and I'm okay with that because that's just how I'm made. That's how God made me. That's how I'm wired. And I love that about myself. I love that um, I enjoy the journey. I stop and smell the flowers. I don't rush from A to B to get to C. I enjoy every minute. Now, I'm not saying I enjoy all of the hard places, but boy, I learned so much along the way about myself. I find out how strong I am. I find what I find out a lot more than not is how much stronger I am than I even realized. And it gives me much more respect for myself. It gives me much more adoration for myself. Um, It actually builds up myself when I think, wow, look what you just did, girl. You are amazing. (laughs) This is how we need to be seeing ourselves as that we can do hard things. You know, if not everything that comes is going to blow you over. It might knock you down for a minute, but you stand back up. You always stand back up. And that's amazing. 
that 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 is how we we're just resilient. We get knocked down, we stand back up, and we come out fighting and we keep walking. You know, that word going through something means you're moving forward. So if you're going through something right now, maybe it's a process of forgiving. You're looking at something that happened and you're like, that was really, really cruel. That betrayal was too much. You know, that, that lie you told, I can't even believe you said that, you know, or whatever. Um, whatever you're going through, just think about that word through means you're moving forward. It's a forward motion. You're not going backwards. You're not standing still. You're going through it, which means you'll get through it. I have faith in you. I have faith in myself. I have faith in everything that God is speaking over you because every word that he says over you is a good word. So if someone is saying something over you and it's not a good word, then you can reject that word because God does not speak things about you that are negative, that are false. He says, he speaks into your identity and who you are and who you, he sees you as he sees us in our finished final perfected state. He doesn't see us where we are right now. Say you're in the process. You're like, I am like right in the middle. I was just hurt. I don't even know how I'm going to get through this to the forgiving part. That's okay. Don't put so much pressure on yourself to rush. Take it at your pace because when you heal, you want to be healed, you know, fully. You don't want to just band-aid something for it to be infected. You want to get down deep, down to the bottom and clean it out. That's the best way. Even in the medical world, they don't rush healing. Anytime a healing is rushed, it usually comes with implications of infection. Same with emotional healing. Don't rush it. You will get there. Go at your pace. Don't let someone rush you. Usually when somebody's trying to rush your process, it's usually because they have an agenda where they want you to just be better or they want things to be better or they just don't like the uncomfortableness. And you know what? That's not, it's really not up to them. It's not up to them to dictate anything over your life. Your healing journey is your healing journey. Nobody can tell you, you know, you should be doing this or you should be doing that or you should be this far along by now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do not agree with that. I do not agree with that statement. You know, in the medical world, they let you heal, period. You know, it's not, okay, you have two months done. You should be done by then. <laughs> That's not a thing. <laughs> You're monitored. The wound is monitored for infection. And if they see the slightest little hint, they start to get that out. And so it's a monitored progressive healing journey. So do that for yourself. Allow yourself time. Give yourself patience. Draw some boundaries if you need to. Boundaries are good. They are totally good. They're totally acceptable. And if somebody doesn't accept your boundary, that's okay. That is okay. Usually people that don't have good boundaries don't respect people that have good boundaries. So that's okay. If someone doesn't respect your boundary, it's not up to you to get them to that place. So 
I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. I really wanted to come on today. I've actually had a couple people approach me about this topic, and I really wanted to just dive into this because it's a really real thing. There's people that are going through stuff. Like I said, if you're going through it, that means you're going forward. You're not going backwards. You're going somewhere. So you'll get through this. Give yourself patience. Give yourself time. Give yourself love, for goodness sake. (laughs) We all go through our things. Love yourself in this process. Find out who you really are. You know, you can do hard things. You can. And you're doing an amazing job by the way. (laughs) So I just wanted to thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. Please check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. And until next time, we bless you. 